Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 141. I want to talk about change today because there's a quote out there, and I think we all know that it's true, and that is nothing is constant except for change. The most predictable thing that we can engage in this world is the fact that things are always changing. And it's not a bad thing, but how we manage change is big because when change isn't managed properly inside of an organization, people get nervous, people get scared, they get closed off. That means they're not producing at their highest capacity, means they're unhappy. Anytime you have worked in a place that has gone through some disruption and change, even if you're still there, you're not one of the people that got laid off. Just that kind of change is disruptive to our souls in some way. So as a leader, it's so important that you understand that. As humans, as individuals, managing change in our own life is so important. What if you are one of the people that got laid off? How are you going to manage and navigate that change? The the change in your day-to-day as well as the change to transitioning and adapting to a completely new environment with all new people. And then there's the change that's required of us when we set a goal, when we set a target of achievement for ourselves. In most cases, to achieve that goal, it is going to require us to change. You're going to have to change your eating habits to lose weight. You're going to have to change your routine in order to manage your time better. Whatever it is, These targets and goals that we set for ourselves most of the time require us to change. That's why this topic of change management is so important. Sometimes change is thrust upon us. Sometimes we're choosing it deliberately. Sometimes it just is a part of life and we've got to learn how to navigate it efficiently and in a way that doesn't stress us out or overwhelm us because even if we accept that it's part of life it's really easy to resist change so how can you welcome change how can you embrace change how can you leverage change to your advantage well that's what I want to talk about today I've created an acronym for change management. And the acronym is RAVE, R-A-V-E. I love it because it has universal application. And by that, what I mean is it's simple. 
It's straightforward. It's sound. It can be applied to individuals. It can be applied to groups. And my friends, when you start to think about this and you start to apply it, you will realize that it's also universal because it always works. Here's a practical example in my own life of how I know this works. And that is probably one of the more awkward things that can happen when you are in leadership and you get a promotion is when the position that you are accepting is vacant because the person before you was terminated. They got fired. It's happened to me a few times. Of course, you know, you're most likely walking into problems. You're most likely walking into some sense of dysfunction amongst the team. Um, Certainly, there's going to be anxiety and uncertainty and different things happening amongst the team because they don't know who's coming in and you don't know if they really liked their previous manager. You don't know if that manager was toxic. You don't know what their expectations are and what they are going to be thinking about you when you walk in. But what you do know is that change is happening. You're there for a reason. You're there to implement some kind of change, to get the business going in the right direction. And there's going to be people on your team that have to come along with you while you at the same time are adapting to change. RAVE stands for this. R stands for relaxation. A stands for attention. V stands for visualization. And E stands for emotion. Here's how each of these things are in play when you are managing change and navigating change. Well, first of all, relaxation. Change puts us out of our comfort zone. And we know that's a good thing, right? That little agitation of being out of our comfort zone in the right circumstances when we are relaxed actually creates a disruption, actually creates contrast, if you will, for something new. It throws our system off. It's what advertisers use when they're advertising a new product. They want to throw your system off so that you now desire that new thing instead of being satisfied with where you are. But you don't want your system thrown off kilter in a way that closes you off to change that creates a fear reaction or an anxiety reaction. That's why relaxation is so important. And by relaxation, what I mean is be in your comfortable zone. Not stay in your comfort zone, but be in a comfortable zone. Help the people around you feel comfortable so that they're not threatened by change. Uh, Sometimes that can be the physical environment. Uh, Think about it like meeting people where they are. That's another great way to put it. When you meet them where they are, they're in their comfort zone, which means that they will be more open to 
receiving new input, receiving new value. It helps with their reticular activating system. And I've talked about this before, but the beautiful thing about our brain physiology and the reticular activating system is that it lets in things that are of value to us. And if you're closed off, you're not letting anything in. When you relax, you can let things in. This is why most of the time when I am coaching someone who is either making a career move or they are unemployed, is not to introduce new things into their routine. Don't feel like you have to get on a special new job search platform to be organized. You know how to be organized. What worked for you in your daily work life? Was that your online calendar? Was that a notebook? Was that an Excel spreadsheet? Whatever it was, whatever feels good and familiar and comfortable to you will help you be more relaxed in that process of looking for a job, in managing that change, that disruption that's happening. Look for relaxation in the familiar, in terms of physical, as well as language, terminology. When you're going into a situation like I went into, leading a team that just had their manager fired, I let them have their comfort zone by staying quiet for a while. I, I laid low. I didn't go in there making changes immediately. I let them stay in their comfort zone. I stayed quiet. I observed. I listened. I listened for maybe the ways that were working right and for the ways that weren't. Most of the time, you have so much that you can leverage yourself and so much that your team can leverage that's already working. Ways where you can say, hey, we're not going to be touching this. We can relax. The next thing is the A, the attention. It's kind of like paying attention to what's getting your attention. Something that feels interesting and valuable. It's kind of fascinating. It's interesting. It is a way to alert you to what is coming. It's your way of alerting your team to what is coming in the best possible way. What is the best outcome from this change that you are experiencing? When you're on social media, what are you paying attention to? Are you paying attention to the things that are moving you forward? Or are you paying attention to the negativity, the things that make you feel defeated, the things that make you feel like the system is broken and nothing's working right anymore. Pay attention to what's getting your attention. Look for the stuff that adds value. When I went into those jobs where the person ahead of me was fired, one of the first things I did was put up a poster that was the outline of the everything I need to know I learned in kindergarten. It's a book and it's kind of a, a little prose that talks about these simple things. 
putting things away, treating people with respect. When I went in there, I created something fascinating and something attention-getting simply by stating, hey, we're going to do things that we all already know how to do. We already know how to be decent human beings. We're just going to do that. When someone's in a stressful environment and they're feeling uncertain, giving them something that feels grounding and is feeling familiar, normal, can actually be the attention thing that you're after. You don't have to paint a huge picture yet. All you need is a little something that gets their attention, adds value, sets the stage, and make sure that their, their reticular activating system is open to new information. You can do this for yourself. When you focus on the things that are adding value, you're opening your mind to new information. Your reticular activating system is working for you. When you focus on the negative, then you get into fight or flight mode, you get into huddle mode, and you're not open to new information that could help you. So pay attention <laughs> to what you're paying attention to. The next step in RAVE is visualization. This is so much fun. This is where you paint a picture with words to help yourself see the end result as if it's now. Help yourself see the end result as if it's now. And if you're in a team situation dealing with change, paint the picture for them. This is how it's going to be. We're going to be successful. We're going to win awards. We're going to provide the best possible customer service. Paint that picture with as much detail and as much vividness as you can call forth out of yourself. Because good customer service is a big umbrella. What did, what did that mean in that role where I came in after someone was fired? Well, good customer service means we're greeting every single person within 30 seconds. It means that we are walking people over to a display to show them what they are looking for instead of pointing our finger across the room. Oh, it's over there. Oh, we are paying special attention to the kiddos that are with them and making them feel special instead of ignoring them. Do you see where I'm going with this? You can define that very, very clearly. Set the stage like this. I intend to have. Sometimes that'll help you get into that having it now moment just by putting in the word, I intend for us to, I intend for myself to land this kind of job in this kind of company making this much money. It's so important to paint this picture. I want a good job isn't good enough, my friends. Talk about what it is. I want to raise the bar on our performance this year, team. Not good enough. What does raise the bar look like? Paint that picture. This leads to E, emotion. And emotion is the way that you imprint that picture on everybody's 
mind. Motivation happens from the inside out. Every single one of us is capable of motivating ourselves. The problem is, is we don't paint a vivid enough picture to light that spark of internal motivation. And emotion is the way that you do it. What will you feel like after you land that job? What will it feel like after you hit that target, achieve that goal individually, collectively, as a group or a team? Will you be celebrating? Will you feel happy, satisfied, accomplished, proud, elevated, on cloud nine? You know how you will feel because you've had other successes in your life. So transplant those feelings into the new picture. Familiar feelings into a new picture that help you get it into your present moment. The result of all this, when you leverage rave, when you leverage relaxation, attention, visualization, and emotion, is your goals become achievable. Your targets can be accomplished. It's like Stephen Covey says, all things are created twice. First is the mental creation. Then it's the physical. Then it's the outward experience in our reality. Rave is your way of doing that first creation, the ideas to help you get there, the modes to help you get there, the people who can help, the strengths that your team already has within them, experience collectively and individually, the stuff that you already have that you know can be leveraged in that new role. Use RAVE to navigate the change that you intend for yourself so that ultimately you can see it, feel it, touch it, experience it. And my friends, it's going to happen. Oh, and by the way, that team where I walked in and the person had gotten fired, when I utilized this methodology, helping them relax, getting their attention, helping them visualize what our new level could be, and then setting an example of being excited about it and really believing in it, getting them excited about it. You know what happened? We went from business that was 25% down to a single digit increase by the end of the year just implementing these simple things, but giving them a picture that we could go after together. What started out as awkward ended up as awesome. And if I can do it, so can you. All right, my friends, go out there and manage change. I believe in you. And I'll talk to you again soon. 
If you like listening to this podcast, I invite you to visit my website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you're going to find out everything you need to know about working with me on your career move, developing your leadership skills, as well as my courses, Job Search Field Guide and the Art of Stellar Interviews. I look forward to meeting you soon. Take care.